The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Mark Henry, and Bully Ray react to Rey Mysterio being the first inductee into the 2023 WWE Hall of Fame. Also... Johnny Wrestling, that's right, Johnny Gargano joins us right now on the Busted Open Podcast. But when talking about Dom and Ray and the possibility of their match at WrestleMania 39 and the story going into WrestleMania 39, I am going to go to some phone calls early because people want to talk about what you guys were talking about with Dom and Ray. So Mark and Bully... What do you say we dive into some phone calls early on a Monday? Come on. Dive. Dive. Let's do it. Let's go to Jesse in El Paso. Jesse, what did you want to say about Dom and Ray? Good morning, Busted Open. I'm coming from the El Paso chapter. Can't wait to meet you guys April 1st at the Whiskey A Go-Go. That's right, Uh, Jesse. We are going to be at the Whiskey A Go-Go April 1st. We are going to be live doing our show from noon to 2 Pacific time. Doors open at 11. I want that place filled to the gills. And I know people don't like me cursing on this show, but I want that place and fucking sold out. I want it sold out. April 1st, Hollywood. I want a mob of Busted Open Nation members hanging outside the Whiskey A Go-Go. I want... A crowd of people, when the party's over, the whole bunch of us getting on a bus together as one and going to SoFi Stadium. I guarantee you, whatever we do at the Whiskey A Go-Go, April 1st, from noon to 2 Pacific time, will even be better than anything you see at SoFi Stadium, WrestleMania weekend. I guarantee you, Jesse, what you're going to be talking to your friends about the week after WrestleMania is what happened at the Whiskey A Go-Go between new and 2 Pacific time. Doors open at 11. Go ahead. Drop another F-bomb. Yes, no, nope, nope. I'm going, I'm tr- what I'm trying to do, Jesse, is I am trying to limit the F-bombs I drop on the show. I understand that there's kids in the car with their moms and dads that love Busted Open. So I am going try I'm going to try 
to limit the times I curse on this show. If you drop another F-bomb, I will buy all of your drinks the entire weekend of WrestleMania weekend. Drop it right now. Fucking A, baby! <laughs> April 1st! Whiskey a go-go, Jesse! <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be able to see straight. (laughs) That's the goal. All right. What do you got, Jess? Hey, uh, Davey, remember, I got scammed with tickets, but I bought rebought tickets just for to go to the Whiskey or Go-Go. Fuck Mania. Fuck anything else. Whoa. I don't want to know. We're going to have fun at Mania, too. But, Jesse, I, I actually met people. Over the weekend, because I did an ISPW show on on Saturday, I had people come up to me that said they bought tickets to NXT and are not going to NXT because they want to make sure that they get... I have people coming up to me, Toto Tom being one, said he's getting to the Whiskey A Go-Go at 9 a.m. to make sure that he is first in line to get into the Whiskey A Go-Go on April 1st. Dave, remember a couple years ago when Mania was in New York and we had that huge line outside of Stout? Yes. That's what we're looking for in West Hollywood. That's what we're looking for in L.A. for this party. And I got, and you know, I still have that video that you took uh, on my phone. That is a great moment with that line that stretched around the corner, down the block of people getting into his Habanero Blues was the, uh, the bar that we were in in New York. Oh, okay. Uh, Thanks yes. for the correction. But you, you, you got it. You were there, so you should know. But anyway, Jesse, go ahead. Fuck off. <laughs> all right, with the. <laughs> all right, with the with the Don and uh, Mysterio thing. Me coming from an Hispanic family, Mexican family here in El Paso, Texas. One thing I know it's the pro wrestling, it's the payoff. But one thing that legit bothers me is the way how Dom talks to Ray because that would not hold up in a Mexican household. Dom will be getting slapped left and right by his brothers, his cousins, his tias, his tios, everybody. And I'm just surprised that Ray has not slapped the hell out of him. I mean, if you watch soap opera's novella, you, every single time, even if the son looks at the dad the wrong way, that fool gets fucking smacked like, Callate, cabrón! No me hables así! And it just bugs me when I see it on TV. Like, it bugs me. Like, what the hell, Ray? Like, why are you not punching this kid? Like, because I see it all the time. And it, it doesn't bug me. It's just like nature. But it just bugs me on TV. But I love the story. But I know it's pro wrestling. And I know there's a payoff. But it just bugs me on TV. And that's all I wanted to talk to you guys. Well, huh. well, well Jesse, and thanks so, for, so much for the phone call. Can't wait to see April 1st. But that's what's great about the story. And there's a lot about the story that I love, guys. And the fact that Rhea and Dom are keeping it alive, even when WWE program is, programming is not on. You know, they're doing a lot on social media, Instagram and Twitter, you know, where they're showing up at a restaurant where Ray is at, showing up at the house on Thanksgiving, showing up at the house on Christmas Eve. Like those types of things are a lot of fun and it keeps the story going. And I love the phone call from Jesse because why do they love it? Because it's relatable. It's like, wow, I can't believe that Dom is talking to his dad. It's the same thing we're talking about a couple of years back with Ray's daughter. Remember when we were, we were having the conversation, it's like, this is relatable. You know, where a father sees their daughter dating somebody that they don't approve of. Like, you know, I think, I think these stories have kind of been falling under the radar, especially right now with the bloodline story 
being so big as it is as we get closer to WrestleMania. But 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 Mark, this Rey Mysterio storyline story obviously is extremely relatable and extremely emotional. It is, and Bully said it best. His least favorite term of all time is low-hanging fruit. And I, I, I'm, I'm right there with him. Like, why not? And it's, you reach up and grab it. Yeah. It's right there. Why would you not? And that's what I feel like is going on with this Rey Mysterio story. They're just taking it at face value. What is going to make people react? What is going to make people have an emotional investment in it? Something that's real. Every father dreads the day that this piece of shit kid comes to their house, rings the doorbell. You know his intentions. You know his intentions. She's not just cute. She's not just nice. He wants to kiss her. He wants to touch her. And worse, worse, because I was, and worse, I was one of those piece of shit kids once upon a time. Hey, you should have seen the I look know. on Hulk Hogan. You should have seen the look on Hulk Hogan's door when I knocked on him. <laughs> Is Brooke home? But you, but you, you know what? Uh, I think we've all been there. Like we see both sides because I think we've all been there where we've dated a girl that you probably know isn't what's best for you. Your parents know she's not best for you or he's not best for you, but somehow you fall in love. You don't see the signs. You don't see the signs that everybody else sees. That's why they call it blind love. love. Blind love. You don't see it. I dated one who was pure poison. Hey, Mark, imagine me and you walking, right? We're walking in the forest, right? And we're talking. We're having a good time. Just two Hall of Famers taking a nice stroll. And I go, Mark, Look at that apple tree over there. Let's go pick an apple. And we walk over to the apple tree. And I go, Mark, this apple looks great. You go, no, bully. That apple's hanging too low. Let's climb all the way up to the top and go pick one of them apples. How freaking stupid is that? Oh, that's low-hanging fruit in the wrestling business. Wrestling has been going after long-hanging, low-hanging fruit from day one. It works. I don't see Great any problem story. with it, and I love the story. And again, it's relatable, and that's why it's working. Um, they're going to do like they did last year. The Hall of Fame ceremony is going to be a part of SmackDown. It's going to be on on March thirty first. There's three SmackDowns before we get to WrestleMania. So there's only three SmackDowns. So it's very, very possible they may go in that direction. You know, maybe, maybe, listen, Dom showed up for Christmas. Dom showed up for Thanksgiving. Dom showed up for Valentine's Day. Imagine Dom and Rhea step up to the podium while Ray's being inducted into the Hall of Fame. I mean, I I, got to tell you, I think I'm into that idea. It's a really good call. What do you say, Mark? But you just lose me at assault. Like now, you can you can throw some some verbal jabs out there, but assault and verbal jabs are something altogether different. Now, I, I really do see that being a good thing. But we we always reference, you know, my number one favorite movie of all time, Rocky. We always reference we always reference that movie. 
Do you remember when Rocky and Apollo and Rocky, he said, and, and Adrian said, win rock. Yep. Win rock. Of course we Ray remember. Ray don't want to hit his son. Ray don't want to fight Dom. But it gets to the point to where his wife turns to him and says, Ray, win. Go win. We did everything we could. But you haven't done everything you can. Brother, the shit is on, as we say in the business. Shit's on. Let's go. I'm fired up right now, Dave. I but got it, goosebumps. I want to get it. Woo! But, but Mark, it makes sense. If he, like, he is, he has ruined everything for Ray, and not just Ray, but Ray and his wife as well. If if the, if Dom and Rhea show up at the Hall of Fame ceremony and he's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame and they storm the podium, I can see like Ray's wife saying, "You know what? Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough." Like where he's like, "Okay, you want this match? You got it. You got it." I, like I, I the love idea. the idea. I, I, I like the idea on SmackDown. Yeah. I, I really do, especially Dave. You know what you said about he showed up on Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's Day. He shows up to all of these things that the family have not welcomed him to. And now all of a sudden it's like, I can't even come to the Hall of Fame induction. Now, I like setting it up on SmackDown as a last minute Mania match and then them going into Mania with the two of them. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold, hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, Nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I'm Jake Mintz. And I'm Jordan Schusterman, and we are the hosts of Baseball Barbacast. If you love the World Cup but hate at the soccer part, then I have some great news for you because the World Baseball Classic is finally here. And we'll be talking all things WBC and spring training as opening day approaches, and you should join us. You can download the Baseball Barbacast on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That's B-A-R-B-Cast. Go! Johnny wrestling himself, Johnny Gargano. You're going to be able to see him tonight on Monday Night Raw, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on USA, and then again tomorrow on NXT, also on USA at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. A lot to get into as we're getting closer and closer to stand and deliver because obviously Johnny Gargano made a huge appearance last week on NXT, but you're going to see him tonight in action on Monday Night Raw. But let's bring him in. Johnny, thank you so much for the time, and good morning. Oh, hi, guys. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Hello, Johnny Wrestling. Hi. How are you? <laughs> good. Well, Somebody good ask ha- Johnny something. Oh, well, it's good to have you on. Obviously, it's we're going to... There's awkward silence there after. <laughs> well, I was waiting for... I thought there was going to be a follow-up from Bully. But anyway, um, first question. Uh, obviously, you're going to be on Raw tonight. But before we get into what you're going to be doing tonight, I want to go back to last week and NXT, uh, the Grayson Waller effect with Waller and Shawn Michaels, and then Shawn Michaels introduces you as his opponent at Stand and Deliver. Obviously got everybody talking all over social media. How did it feel to be back, and what was that like last week for you? Wild, man. You know, it's been 15 months since I stepped foot in that ring. Uh, I've been in the building here and there, I'm not going to lie. Uh, when I was in my little sabbatical where I was taking time off and we were having the baby and whatnot, I did visit the performance center a few times and I did bring the baby there to meet Sean for the first time, uh, a couple, about a month or two after he was born. Uh, so I had been there, but to be back in that ring, to hear that crowd, to get that energy, to see the shocked looks on everyone's faces, it was pretty wild, man. It was an amazing moment and something I'll always remember. Johnny, how do you feel things are going for you on uh, Raw? 
How do you feel yeah. like your performance has been? How do you feel like you have been doing with what creative has been handing you? You know how things go, man. Like you make the most out of the time you're given. You make the most out of your opportunities. Uh, I feel like I had a huge opportunity in the Elimination Chamber match, and I feel like I showed out in that one. I feel like uh, I was able to get in there with a guy that I feel is probably the standard bearer on our industry right now, Seth Rollins. I think he is the tippy top of the mountain. He's where I want to be, and I hung toe-to-toe with him, and I showed the world that I can hang with him. So it's one of those things where it's all about time. It's all about patience. I know a lot of people don't want to be patient. They want it now. They want me to go out there and have – 30-minute matches, 25-minute matches, do my takeover thing. It takes time. It takes equity. It takes getting this other audience that maybe it doesn't know about me, these casual fans that we do, these random casual fans we talk about all the time, in these buildings that, quite frankly, I haven't been in before. A lot of these markets I've never wrestled in, and they're seeing me for the very first time. Um, like this whole past, I'd say, six months, I've wrestled in so many markets I've never been in before because I was kind of NXT – did the main markets. They did the main uh, hardcore wrestling towns. And like tonight we're in Providence, Rhode Island, which is Rhode Island's a great town. We had a couple of indies here as well. But I do feel like it's just time. It's equity. As you know, it's putting your time in, making the most out of the time you're given, and that's all you can do. Johnny, uh, I, I raised the flag for you a few weeks ago. And um, – it's, it's funny that you said what you just said because both of the things that I wanted to commend you on, which I, I don't have a question, I, I'm, I'm going to um, give you your flowers, as I like to say. Um, you had a match, as you mentioned, with Seth Rollins that I thought was super damn fantastic. In a losing effort, you shined. You really showed the world that, hey, this guy can be put in whenever it is needed to be, and, and your time mm-hmm. will come. And and even before then, you had a match with Almost. And mm-hmm. I was telling everybody on the show, like Bully and, and, and Dave, uh, I was like, I respected so much uh, the way that you worked in that match that I came on here the next day and was like, hey, it was understated, but did you see the match that that Johnny Wrestling had with almost? And and I I brought up the point that um, that was a learning experience for him. And and I had mm-hmm. matches with Ray Mysterio. We we we're talking about Ray Mysterio today. That um, him being uh, a wrestler that's not considered one of the huge guys, his yeah. presence and his psychology made him bigger than people. He 100%. Just, he was just bigger. And you're no different than that. You don't have to be the biggest guy in the ring when you can work like you can work. Yeah, and I, I, I appreciate that. that. You, I hope you take that with you, man, because you are well respected by the, um, the, the creme de la creme, I guess, if you would call it, uh, of wrestlers, uh, because I've never had a conversation where your name come up, where people didn't go, oh, shit, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's a guy. He's a guy. He him. And, and that's, and, and that's uh, why, and honestly, that means the world to me, to hear that from you, to hear that from uh, people like that, because like I, everyone knows my story. I was a huge fan growing up. Uh, <laughs> I looked up to all you guys. And to get my flowers, as you say, from 
guys that I respect in this industry, guys that have paved the way for guys like me. I mean, that means the world to me. And that's, I mean, that's at the end of the day, like when I retire, when I'm years down the line, when I'm done doing this, if I have the respect of the people I look up to that, I mean, that's the best I could ever ask for. You know, you know, Johnny, you're in such a unique position because obviously your wife not only is a wrestler, but is also on the raw brand with you. And that's got to make things, I would think, a lot easier for you as a family man now and with a new family that you, you're able to travel together and be together on a weekly basis. Definitely. Uh, she, she literally just set this up for me, as you guys know, before we got on the air. And uh, she just went to the gym right now. Uh, I'll meet her there when we're done. But it, it is amazing now to be able to travel together and to share these experiences with uh, my wife, Candace. And we're both living our dream. We're both, uh, you know, traveling town to town, picking up the rental cars, going and staying into the hotels. And it, it definitely makes life a whole lot easier when you're traveling with your significant other. Uh, we don't travel with the baby as much as we'd like to, just because it's a little harder, as you guys know. When we, we've figured out a system, if I have a match on Raw and she doesn't, we can bring the baby. If she has a match on Raw and I don't, we can bring the baby. Uh, we can kind of switch hand and off. But if we both have matches on Raw, we can't bring the baby. <laughs> There's not going to be any time to do anything. <laughs> that little guy running around. Uh, but yeah, it's been an amazing uh, journey, man. Johnny, different bookers, different promoters will look at the same guy and have two completely different opinions on this guy, this gal, this talent. Mm-hmm. How do you keep things in check with the rumors of Vince being back in the fold of creative hunters in charge of creative hunter obviously has seen things in you that maybe Vince didn't see you. And maybe there's vice versa on that also. So on a day-to-day basis, how do you or you and your wife keep things in perspective when it comes to both of your futures with the company? Yeah. I mean, you control, you can control, right? You control the controllables. Uh, you can control your effort, you can control your attitude, and you can control the work you put in on a day-to-day basis. That's all I can control. Everything else is outside my pay scale. Whatever happens with the company, I have no control over that. I can just control what I do in that ring most of the time. I can control what I do in the gym. I can control my diet. I control my gear. I control things like that. Uh, but everything else, like you, you, you want to try to have a headspace where uh, you don't care about that sort of thing, and it's hard because, you know, we all care a lot. We got into this business because we care and we genuinely love it and we want it to be great and we want to be great. Uh, and I will never go a day in my life where I don't strive to be better than I was the day before. But that is just kind of how you do things. And for me, I feel like versatility is the best asset you can have in wrestling. And yes, I know sir. some people see me and they just see, you know, it's uh, little Johnny Organo, who's a, 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 a white meat baby face who can go out there and have a good match. But I've shown numerous times, even back in my days in NXT, I can do a lot of different things. I can do comedy. I can do the stuff with Dexter. I can do the stuff with The Way. Uh, I can do serious stuff with Tommaso. I can do goofy stuff. I feel like versatility when it comes to any promoter, any booker, I feel like that is the best trait to have because you can fit into any role they want you to be in and make the most out of it. And you were able to do uh, wait, that. Wait, 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 Dave, oh, Dave, I'm sorry. I just want to follow up on something that Johnny just said about control. You can only control what you do in the ring. These days, how much control do you have on what goes on in the ring? I, I, a lot. I mean, pretty much 100%. Uh, like I said, you, as you guys know, there are producers who have opinions and things like that. But I feel like we have such a group 
a great crop of producers, great crop of people that are in the office right now that genuinely just understand to let the performers go out there and perform and let them do what they're paid to do. And that's uh, get a reaction and also uh, make the people feel something. And also to if, say, if you have four minutes on Monday Night Raw, you fill those four minutes with the best co- content you possibly have. As you know, like that is the job in itself. And I, I feel like when you were with NXT, and I'll just tell you, Johnny, because we expressed it here on Busted Open, you had what most people felt at that time, the feud of the year with Tommaso Ciampa, like people absolutely loved it. You had some amazing matches, but you also showed that entertainer side as well, you know, where mm-hmm. you were funny. Uh, you you did tell a great story. You must be so proud that you were able to show both sides not only the entertainment side of world wrestling entertainment, but also how good you were in the ring and to tell a story inside and outside of the ring. Yeah. And I love pro wrestling. Trust me. I love getting in there and having these epic matches that people love, but I also love the entertainment side. I I love the goofy skits. I I love the over the top antics. Like that is honestly, I feel like that's what makes pro wrestling pro wrestling is a little bit of mixed both. You get the, the, the wild stories and you get the, the promos and you get the, the goofy backstage skits, but you also get the amazing matches. You get the athleticism and you also get the entertainment. I feel like that is the perfect mix of what pro wrestling really is. Well, Johnny, I know this is a busy day for you. You got Monday Night Raw tonight. You're going to be in action tag match, right, with Dexter Loomis against Damian yes. Priest and Dom Mysterio. And then we're going uh-huh. to hear from you on Tuesday as we get closer to stand and deliver you back in the ring against Grayson Waller. So I want to really appreciate you coming on, giving us the time, and, and thank you. My pleasure, guys. Anytime you guys need me, you know I'm there. Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports, NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. Bully, you mentioned it when he was with NXT. And it's very rare you see it, but you saw it with Johnny Gargano. We know how great of a wrestler Johnny Gargano is. But as 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 much as he showed you how well he is as a wrestler, he also showed that entertaining side and all that stuff with Dexter Loomis. Obviously, I think they've done a much, much better job with the whole Dexter Loomis story with NXT as they've been able to yeah. do on Monday Night Raw. But he proved with NXT that bully he could do both listen you know how honest i am about things and i try to give a perspective that some might stay away from here's the thing and mark can probably back this up there is no doubt that in the ring johnny is extremely talented as a wrestler there's no doubt that johnny is showing his scope as an entertainer whether that's making you laugh or him being serious Johnny has been been dealt hands every single week, and he is playing them to the absolute best of his ability. But I asked the question about how he deals with who is in charge, because size does make a difference to Hunter and to Vince, more to Vince. It's just the way it is. So if Vince is in charge of creative, 
we might not see the great, we might might not have an opportunity to see the best of Johnny Gargano. If Hunter's in charge, because Hunter gave him opportunity, we're going to see the scope of Johnny's work. That's it. That's the way it is. Yes, no? Yeah, no. And Mark, what do you... you, I I believe it. I mean, you know, Vince always said that, you know, outside of Rey Mysterio, uh, he didn't want to see Mighty Mouse. And that pissed a lot of people off that you were referred to a really good pro wrestler that was undersized as Mighty Mouse. You know, but... You know what, man? People like Johnny, their talent is way bigger than a bunch of guys that I've worked with that was 275 pounds and 6'5". Like, I could do more with Johnny than I could with some of these guys that people hold at a high regard just because of his talent and the fact that I'm going to do stuff that is going to look like it's going to kill him. And he's going to persevere through it. I'm going to do stuff that he's going to move, and I'm going to be in a position for him to have his success. It's like there is a place for the guy that's not the biggest guy in pro wrestling. And you know what? I'm To be honest here, I see both sides. Like I understand how talented a Johnny Gargano could be and somebody of that size can be, but it's also, you know, I, I am I going to – if I, am I going to believe? Is there going to be credibility if he's in there with a Brock Lesnar? It's 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 going to be hard, and it's going to be hard, especially like he said, with a Monday Night Roar. It's more of a mainstream audience. It's not the hardcore pro wrestling fan like it is with NXT. They might have a tough time buying into somebody that size, being able to have that kind of offense against somebody that's bigger. Dave, you have to make it happen. I could get Johnny and body slam him five times in a row, drag him to the corner, and go up and get ready to splash him. He can move. I'm on my knees selling. He could jump off the top and drop kick me while I'm on the floor, where I'm already on the ground. Now I'm, I'm flat. He could jump off and give me a moonsault. He could go to cover me. I could throw him through the ropes to the floor and go get him. Like, you have to create drama and you have to create angst when you're wrestling somebody that's smaller than you. You can't just do the normal. I can't lock up with him. I can't do do a continental spot with him. Go ahead, Bully. Mark, if you slam Johnny Gargano five times in a row and he rolls out of the way of anything, me or you are going to have words. If I body slam him... You slam him one time. I, I would punish the shit out of him. My, my, my point, my point is that you, it shouldn't take... If, if I'll let... Listen, if the world's strongest man... Play with your food. It's okay to oh, play with your oh, food. Okay. Oh, that's what... Okay. Okay. I'm not, that's I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying I'm going to slam him and have him kick out if I cover him. I'm not going to okay. cover him. And now I understand where you're coming from. Okay. I'm talking about playing with my food. Okay. And I, I tell all big guys this. The the thing that people miss in pro wrestling is the guys playing. Watch Will Hobbs. He'll slam your ass five times, 
and then he'll cover you, and then he'll pick you up. That's a different story. Push you out of the ring to the floor. Wipe my hands, man. Get out of here. And then when these that guy's coming up off the ground and you run at him and he sidestepping and you hit the post, now it puts you in a vulnerable position for him to get some success. Run down the apron, hit me with a Santon. Something. It's like you got to create that movement for the guy that's smaller than you. I'm a master of that because I was always the big guy. I knew what to do, what to give to the guy to make give him life. And then when I got my ass back in the ring, I'm like, bro, you need to put everything you got because that's all you're going to get. Everything else is going to be heat and comeback. So it's like you got to create that. I, 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 want, I want all the big guys to learn the art of making sure you don't look like you don't bump guys around a thousand times. Like work with the people. You, you, you're working together. Work to your size. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.